I've always been a light sleeper, and then I'm the dude who falls asleep at like, who fell asleep at like some slumber parties, like last. <laughs> so I'm just like sitting there, stay, uh, sitting up, looking at people sleep, and <laughs> you know, all creep status. I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's funny because like even when uh, we we would have like uh, like the homies come over or whatever, uh-huh. I would leave at like four, three, four, five in the morning and just walk home because I'm like, this is stupid. I'm just. I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Yeah. And then my friends would be like, where'd you go? I was like, I went home. I couldn't sleep. I'm not gonna sit there and watch you guys sleep. And they're like, all right, so. Who's the loudest sleeper out of all of your friends? The loudest sleeper? Uh, I don't even know, because I, I stopped sleeping over a long time ago. Yeah, so. I feel like Tucci is a snore. So how was uh how was your your time with your girlfriend last night? It was cool. I mean, we were just dancing and like, but it was packed. But th- th- that's the reason I hate going on Saturdays because it's always on. I don't know why. I don't know why people don't. It's not that packed on a Friday night, but uh, the club opens at nine. But it was just like stupid packed to the point where like you can't move or like you're bumping into people and there's this dude. So they're playing um, banda. Uh, speak up a little bit. What? Speak up a little bit. They're playing like banda. And this dude, he's like dancing with his elbows up, like, but like, and he's just flapping it around, bro, like spinning around, like hopping around. And bro, this will like album me like three times, bro. No, what'd you do? Yeah, and nothing around, just like, like I'm trying to like casually move to like away from this dude, but he's following me, bro. <laughs> and it doesn't help that the girl he's dancing with, bro, she's kind of big. So, like, it's just like, bro, like, there's no room for them on the dance floor, but they want to be dancing, like, this was, like, spinning around, bro, like, flapping his... Was he know, creating room for her? I don't know, bro. This was <laughs> in his own world, bro. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, I try to be as courteous as I can. Right. And uh, when people just, you know... They, uh, when they just act like it's only them, that gets on my nerves so bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I try not to get on my, like, I try not to let it let get on my nerves because that's what I'm thinking. Like, like, bro, you know it's tight. Like, you know the, da- the dance space is not that, like, big. So, you like, you know it's tight and your girl's hefty. Come on. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Like, you're, out here, <laughs> you're out here flapping your arms, bro. Like, come on. What is this? You're over here being flappy bird. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, bro, bro, it's super packed, bro. Like, if I could show you a video, bro, like, it's just, like, to the point where, like, bro, you can't even dance. We, I don't know how we found room to dance. Have you always been into dancing? Uh, no. I got into dancing, which is funny. So, I got into dancing a little bit after, um, ironically... It was after I had a relationship and I was with this like girl for almost two years. Uh, she was like paisa, but she didn't like dancing with me. And I wasn't really into paisa music at that time. So after we broke up... What is paisa music, like banda? Yeah, like banda, you know, more than the basic corridos that everybody plays, I guess. Like I, my, my music just started vast me, so like, I started making single, my uncle's like, hey, like, come over here. I was already 21, so like, you know, I wanted, you know, like, went out to go drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just newly single, so I was just like, so we, I went out, and from there, like, I just started listening to the music more, and now, like, I feel like I listen to the music probably almost every day now, just casually, but, yeah, but I didn't start getting into it until recently. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of liked dancing, like, with my mom or whatever, but... Uh-huh. I never knew, I kind of never knew how. Like I just, I could dance separate, good, but it's like with a partner, I was never able to like actually grasp that until recently. Yeah, I've always had left feet, so <laughs> I could hit that shoulder shimmy though. That's like right, nobody's that's right. business, dog. I that's hit that right. one, two step, call me Sierra. That's how uh, my brother is, Joseph. Yeah. He, dude, he has two left feet, bro. Like, this fool, <laughs> uh, he can't dance for the life of him. But he tries, though. 
his prom. He goes to Garfield. He goes uh -huh. to LA. So they're fights over there because the first prom they had a banda. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. Hey, dog. There you but, go. Um, you like it? I love it. So my mom was teaching her to dance because she's like, I don't know how to dance banda. <laughs> I was like, bro. No, nah, but yeah, but. So what time did you get home last night? Probably like 2.30. 2.30? That's disgusting. Oh my gosh. I'm over here crying that I want to sleep at like 12. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, things gotta be done, bro. Hey man. You had a good time. That's, that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters, bro. So, give me the backstory. Who is, uh, who is Ray? Where do you come uh, from? Let's, so let's go back to the beginning. Let's go. Uh, so the backstory about me is I was always raised by Christian parents, uh -huh. which was ironic because the way my parents met, my mom was like a diehard Catholic, and then my mom, my dad was like grew up Christian, but. Uh, the type of Christian, like Pentecostal Spanish Christian. So he kind of was like, bro, I'm not trying to deal with this. So he walked away from God. Mm. So when I got, when my parents got married, my mom actually got introduced to God first, even though my dad knew who God was. Or I, let me, I let me phrase that. He got, my mom got introduced to Christianity first before my dad. And my mom became a Christian first. Mm. And then I guess that kind of spoke to my dad, but I've always kind of grew up in the church. Like I started going to, well, the time CCM, um, like around one or two, like, and like I, you know, so growing up in the church is just like, you kind of grew up different. But the thing is, yeah, I grew up like around the church, but it was kind of hard because I feel like my house is dead eye for a while, so. It was what? I was divided for a while because mm. my dad would drink a lot. And he would like, he didn't stop drinking until 2009, then, which was like where he actually found God and de dedicated his life. So growing up as a Christian and then like growing up in East LA, it was kind of difficult because everybody was Catholic. And I know it's like, bro, like at a certain age, how, why does that matter? It kind of does because it's just like, I still felt different. I still felt different from all the other kids. So like I used to get picked a lot. So you used to get picked uh, on for yeah, being a Christian. Or just I guess, not being like the other kids in the way of. Were the things I know like I, <laughs> I was the type of person. I was the type of little kid where I was excited. So I had like my little Bible in my backpack or whatever, mm -hmm. and I tried to talk to kids about it and like. Yeah, bro, it kind of didn't end so well. Um, but, so, with this said, like, you know, like, in elementary, elementary school, I would get picked on a lot. So when I went, once I reached middle school, I was, like, trying to find a new image. And I was trying to, like, I guess, reinvent myself. Uh-huh. And... Well, I middle school, you're, you're discovering who you are, trying to figure out who you are to right. begin with, right? So... From there, let's just say I went from like in elementary school, me giving a little Valentine's Day card to a girl I thought was cute, and then like looking at me weird, to middle school where the first day of school, like I was already getting attention from other girls. So I was just like, <laughs> like what? Like what is this? So, um, I. In middle school, I basically had this, like, two-week rule where, like, I'll, like, make out with some girl, hang out with them for, like, two weeks, and then I get bored, so then I go to, like, another one. And it was like that for a while, because... And it wasn't just, like, little girls that I met. Like, it was, like, bro, these girls were, like, already in eighth grade, and I was barely in sixth grade. <laughs> and it's just, like, I don't know how I... I'm thinking back, like, I don't know how I did it. But because of that, this kind of goes into who, who I was. I got myself into a lot of girl trouble at a young age. So I kind of 
wish it didn't happen like that because that made me into a person where like I would just like at church I got myself into trouble like uh, if you ever ask yourself like how is it possible that someone gets suspended at church? I don't know. You should ask me because I, <laughs> I got suspended. Derek suspended me from the junior high. Like, well, suspension meaning that what you can't like go. You can't you, come back for like a certain amount of time. You have to go sit with your parents. You can't go to like the youth youth events and stuff. Right, like, right, right. Because you're over there creeping. Uh, he says it was creeping, but the first time he ever suspended me, I have I have this friend named Brian Bernal. Uh huh. Don't be throwing out names here, dog. Hey, come bro, on. come on, dog. It's all right. He was being annoying that day. So, <laughs> so we're messing around, and he threw a football, and it hit me in, like, the back or something. So us being a, like, me being just a guy, I grabbed the football, and I threw a perfect spiral to, like, the back of his head. And, like, that fool, I don't know. I don't know if he was messing around, but that fool fell. <laughs> and Derek comes out, and he's like, Ray, what are you doing? And basically, he's like, I will talk to your dad. And he basically ah. kicked me out because of that reason. Because so, he threw a perfect uh, tight spiral? And because I threw a perfect, perfect tight spiral on, like, some kid's head. But, yeah, so that was the first time I ever got suspended. Uh-huh. Then in high school, I... The first time I was asked not to come back because I was creeping. <laughs> the second time. Do you remember this story? Hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll get back to that. The yeah, first yeah. time. What was it? What, what is creeping? Because we don't want to leave. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, I went to like these this, these camps, summer camp or winter camp, uh-huh. just to go hit on girls or try to like talk to girls. So when I say creeping, I'm just being like. So you weren't going to learn about God. You were going to br- <laughs> learn on, about bro. the. Uh, you, all these, all these high school kids, bro, we, we all we all just wanted to spit game, bro. Alright, alright. So that was the first time. Okay, like, so that was the first time. The second time where basically from what I heard, the leaders had to talk about it and like <laughs> ask like have like a board meeting about if they should let me go or not. Let you go as in what? Like, not come back? No, like, let me go, oh. like, like to the uh, winter camp or something. Oh, to invite you? Yeah. Okay. It was that bad, huh? I guess so. And I do remember your, well, your wife was a leader at that time, and then Carmen was as well, because this is, like, around the time period. I think you were still a leader. I don't remember. But around that time, I was already 16. And, like, I went, I was, you know, I had a good intention of going up there and just being like, you know, like, I just want to, like, isolate myself from God. And, like, I was actually trying. I kind of started getting discouraged a little bit, but around that time, I also met a girl up there, like, just, like, she was cool. I wasn't, like, trying to speak game that hard. But things just clicked and, like, whatever, like, we just hit it off. Um, but... There's like five other couples over there that like were for me or whatever, transpiring, and I got in trouble for it. And so you weren't the only one, but you got. I got the heat for it, but what also happened was I also, by my good friend Monkey, I also got caught with my phone up there, cause I was like, bro, like, I'm gonna try to be cool and sneak my phone up there. Uh huh. So I did. And basically, because of that, I was asked not to come back. <laughs> so you were just being bad all around. But, like, I was going to be gone temporarily, but my dad's like, you know what? Like, this is, like, the third time already. Like, if they don't want you there, like, why are we going to put you back? So I think, to be honest, I think me not going to the youth ministry... I think that helped form me into a better relationship than where I would have been. Um, I see, a, and I'm a lot of people I grew up with. Everybody that I went to the high school with, honestly, they either stopped coming to church or they just stopped walking with God. So I think it was me listening to Poncho studies that helped me to want to be like, you know what? 
uh, like I'm gonna keep coming back on my own will. Um, cause people are like, my mom was always like, like uh, worried about that. Like once I started driving on my own, am I gonna keep coming or not? Mm. And I did. But long story short, so a little bit about my MacBook backstory, bro. I was just a knucklehead. This wannabe wrist bitter, whatever you want to call it. What is what is it? Wrist Riz, bitter. Riz, Riz. You know that that new. T- you haven't heard that new term. I've heard it, but I'm not gonna lie to you, dog. I don't know exactly what it means. So. No, Riz just means like, are you? Do you have? Do you have game? Like, do you? Are you able to? Oh. Okay. Game? So like, for example, the first time I ever heard it was, do you know who Austin Reeves is? Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. So Austin Reeves, there's a, like a little meme going around that. Uh, Austin Reeves accidentally crashed into a, in the bench on the Lakers bench. He accidentally crashed into like these three, whatever you want to call them, like so-called baddies, girls, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like he like smiled at them, and then like after that he became like prime Kobe. Like he was just like <laughs> shooting. Uh, he was like throwing up these like acrobatic layups. Like he was just falling out. And so they're just like, dang, this one needs to crush the girls more often so you can ball up. Yeah. You know that's a real thing, though, like uh, when studies show that when women around, like people, like men in particularly perform better. It's a real thing, like in the gym world, too. So I, I, see, th- like, I think I've heard of it because, I mean. I don't know if it's like more of an ego thing. That's never worked for me, though. <laughs> I don't I know like, if it's like more of an ego thing, but <laughs> I know for sure it's like, yeah, like you want to give a little bit more effort. When I was younger... I would like, especially like in the church, I would ball up and like, dude, I would do, sometimes I'll do good, but every single time there was like a really cute girl and like, I would try to like, that, like I would try to enter my prime Kobe stage, but <laughs> I always do so garbage. Yeah, dude, it was God shutting you down. <laughs> he put the clamps on you. Well, I still ended up getting the girl, so it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I guess... So, growing, going back, so growing up in, like, a Christian household, what did, what did that mean to you? Was it just, like, you guys went to church often, Sundays, Wednesdays, camps? Like, what, what did that mean? Honestly... Because anybody could say they're a Christian. Right. Honestly, in the household... Uh, there's, I call it, there's like different time periods because it was harder when, before my dad was Christian, so anywhere between 2009 and before, when my dad wasn't Christian, it was, the household was kind of weird because we weren't. We household. Weren't. Um, there was just be, I just remember a lot of more of a hostile environment. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad would be always pissed. Um, things would happen where like I would get them pissed off and it'd just be all bad. My mom, my mom and dad would be all like arguing, not just like oh like regular like like bickering, like like arguing. Like let's just say, I remember there there was a hole that ended up being on the wall because my dad was pissed one night. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So it was just bad. So then. Um, I don't want, I mean, I don't remember, I guess I remember like this, I don't know if exactly this happened, but I went to, I was already in fifth grade, and I went to one of the teachers for prayer because, you know, not to say, like, my dad's like never punched me or anything like that, but like, he he's gotten... A little physical mm. so I went and asked for prayer for him like I guess to heal him or whatever next thing you know uh, they called child services and next thing you know the cops came during service and like isolated me to like the little house that they have across the street yeah, yeah, yeah. they put me in there and I just do that look I get they're just trying to do their job, but, like, dude, I got super scared because, like, you hear, like, at that time, I I mean, I was, I already had two brothers. I didn't want them splitting us up. Yeah. Like, I rather, like, I rather live with my grandma or something than to be split up. So that's what my, was going through my head. 
So I'm not gonna lie, dude. I started like bawling like a baby, bro. Like I was just like hysterically crying, cause I honestly thought that they were gonna take me from my parents. But I guess after that, my dad completely changed. Like completely. I don't know. If that was just like the turning point or whatever. Like a wake up call. Like a wake up call. Like, yeah. Cause he stopped drinking. He, like cold turkey. Like you and like people are like, oh well, if you're addicted to like alcohol, like. How can you cold turkey fly? He just cold turkey stopped. And ever since then, like that, my dad actually got a walk. So my household was different. Into the sense of. During like Christmas, we'll have a tradition where like my dad will lead. We'll do like small devotions before like we open gifts. Or like the household is just more like implemented where we try to do stuff on God's name where like my I would wit I would see my dad like witness to other people he'll tell people about God like that kind of thing and I was just like you know like so it was like a real like a transformation like right from so, uh, just saying and going to church and, going to church and actually like living it outside of the because, out of the building right right because actually my dad refused to go to church so I and there's something happened where I guess someone offended my dad at CCM, uh -huh. and then he used that for a reason. But you already know, like he didn't probably didn't want to go. Yeah. Because you're he, just looking for anything not to. Right, and he used that as a reason, and you know my dad's pride, like he just stopped coming, and he he refused to go to church. So <laughs> me and my mom would go to church just us, and I remember it was crazy because. I remember I, we were at the market and I think my mom started getting emotional because people were asking her like, oh, like treating her like if she was a single mom because some people thought like I didn't have a dad. Mm. Just like ran randos? Yeah, you know, like you? just like those church people like just ask for stuff. It's like, bro, where did you get this information from? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like people just ask my mom like, oh, like, is it hard like raising him by yourself? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm married. She's like, oh, you have a husband? I didn't know that, like, yeah, I never, he never they never saw him? They never saw oh. him. So, I mean, I'm not saying, like, like it was just, like, uncalled for, but I'm just like, oh, like, I understand why they did. But, yeah, so I just remember, like, we're at the market, my mom would, like, get all, like, sad, like, or sad slash mad. She'd be like, yeah, like, people don't even know I'm married because your dad doesn't want to come to church. Like, I guess my <laughs> the market was a venti place for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> But and at the time I was been probably like, shed a tear too. I was probably already six or something. Mm. But um, later on, talking to my dad, like me and my dad, like honestly, like man to man, like we could just have a conversation. It's not like we're like, I mean, yeah, I see him as my dad, but it's more of like since I'm an adult now, we can have a conversation. So I asked him, I asked him about his walk and like just like where did he transform? And he kind of like aligned his story with mine. Um, but he said one of the other things was when I was five. Uh, let me track back. Uh, let me backtrack. Um, so around when I was like down four, my mom got in this really huge accident. This Corvette was going like a hundred miles per hour on like a street, and he like crashed into my mom, mm -hmm. and his Corvette like split in half. No way. Yeah. So at the time, my dad was like, so I know my dad wasn't perfect, but the thing is that he's always showed protection for us. Like he's loved us, but it was just, I guess, the sin was that he was like going through. It, it's weird. When my dad was, I guess, happy, he was a really great dad. Like he'll take us out. Like I never had a boring childhood where like we're poor. We lived in South Central in a one-bedroom apartment, but we never lived poor. Like, he would take us to Disneyland, he would, like, constantly. Mm -hmm. And, like, just stuff like that. I guess you could say, like, I had a happy childhood in a way. Um, so when he was good, he was good. But it's, like, when he was bad, he it was, was bad. Lows, like, it was, yeah. The lows that were worse. So, you know, my dad, like, was always kind of protective. So he, he would tighten my, like, the baby seat, like, really tight. Like, super tight, so, like, nothing would fly off or whatever. And so, because of that, because I was already tied, like, tied up really tight, um, 
when I got the car crash, my head jolted. And I, I hit my head, I guess, on the car seat or something. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't until... You got whiplash? I got whiplash, but it wasn't until like five months or maybe like a year later when I turned five. I had a really big seizure. Like, big. And I had to be hospitalized. So, like, my dad was telling me, like, he thought I was going to die. <clears throat> I'm not choking up, bro. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was going to die. So, like, he said that he was, like, praying to God, like, please, like, if, don't take him, like, that. But he said that was, like, the, the turning point of his walk. The crazy thing is he kind of, like, shared with me. And, again, this is, like, I guess we're older, so, like, he can. He says God's always been there for him, showing him different things. Uh-huh. But there's, like, three main events that made him kind of change so i already shared two was the child services incident the this this incident where i almost died when i was five but god showing him actually backtracks <clears throat> like years years later when he was like 13 so he grew up in south central right uh -huh. it's like gang affiliated like um his brother his older brother he kind of ran a part of south central like he was like a big time gangster like Black people knew my uncle as like, like they called him Rocky because like he would get down with like a bunch of people and he would win. But anyways, so they went to the DMV to register a car that my uncle gave my dad. There's an altercation and my uncle was being shot at by like a rifle gang. My dad said that they shot at my uncle about 17 times. Unloaded on him, huh? So... He was running. My dad said that he, like, did this mon monkey crawl. The guy was still shooting. Bullets were flying. That my dad said that he could hear the, the, the bullets ricocheting. And next thing you know, my uncle trips up. That guy goes above him and starts shooting him. And he said he shot him about 12 times. So, because of that, so they drive off. They throw up their, saying, their, their sign or whatever. My dad runs to him. And it's like, Tony, Tony. Again, my dad's 13. My uncle at the time is probably like 17 or 18. Mm. And like, my dad's like, you know, crying. He's like, this, like, this is my brother. Like, don't let him die. Don't let him die. Because at the time, my grandma was already like a heavy Christian. Uh -huh. So apparently my dad was saying that before he left the house, my mom just kept, my grandma just kept saying like, I don't want you hanging around with him. I don't want you to hang around with him because she knew what his life was about. And my dad was 13 at the time, so, like, he still didn't know anything. And, like, you know, my dad thought it was cool, so he wanted to go hang out. He's like, don't, like, don't go, don't go. My grandma just said, don't go. And, like, my grandma, like, he was leaving, and my grandma was, like, uh, basically in Spanish was, like, let the blood of Jesus protect you. And she just kept saying, let the blood of Jesus protect you. So because of that, my dad just started repeating that. Let the blood of Jesus protect you. Let the mm -hmm. blood of Jesus protect you. So... They took him to the ambulance, and my dad had his jacket. He, like, drove home with his friend that my dad said he was 13. Like, he didn't know. He didn't know the streets. He didn't know. He just remembered how So your get, dad drove the car at 13? Yeah. <laughs> to go back home. Yeah. And I told my grandma, like, again, my, my, my mom, my grandma only spoke Spanish, but my dad spoke really broken Spanish. So in broken Spanish, he said. <laughs> how did they communicate? Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. But that's how I asked him. But he's my dad. Uh, my dad said, "My dad told my grandma, le shotaron a, a Tony, and like my grandma knows, understands our broken Spanish. But basically, she started crying and she was like, started praying. She grabbed the jacket and she's like, please, like let, like let the blood of Jesus protect you. Let the blood of Jesus protect you, please.' And then she started praying. Next thing you know, um, she puts the the jacket in the washer." About maybe five minutes later or ten minutes later, mm -hmm. you hear a noise coming from the washer, and it's, you hear, and my grandma's like, "No, please, like, do not let this, like, the machine break. Like, I, like, I, we have to wash away this blood." My grandma opens up the washer and she pulls ten bullets out <laughs> from the jacket. That's so dangerous, dude. That probably could have went off, or maybe it was it just the shells. I no, like. 
my dad says that only two bullets penetrated out of the 12 shots that that guy shot uh-huh. only two penetrated like through his skin like and he ended up, i mean my dad my uncle's still alive like he ended up surviving so like that was his first moment where he's like like dude like god's showing me something like, yeah and but because of that like my dad ended up actually giving his life to god in 2009 so my household was totally different but at that time, I was kind of already kind of grown. And that in was what ar- way? In what way? Well, that was around the time, 2009 was around the time that I was entering middle school and I was trying to reinvent myself. So coming from this like little Christian kid trying to be good and stuff and like uh-huh. like learning Bible verses and all that stuff, yeah. I was already trying to be cool. And obviously like in school, like you're not cool if you're all like church involved. So I was kind of living a double life. And yeah, so that was kind of my household, but yeah, it was, it was a little bit different. So, what was it like for you during like your high school years? Were you living like this uh, double life, so to speak? Um, like in the beginning, so in high school it was a little bit different because I didn't stay in East LA. I came to Pico Rivera, uh-huh. and dude, when I say that girls knew you were fresh, me, the girls knew you were fresh, me, because. The first day of school, I really was t- like making out with some girl in the back, and I, I had no idea who this chick was. I just knew her first name was Stephanie, and that's it. Like I literally didn't know who this girl was. She was from North Park, like bro. I just... shout out North Park, <laughs> producing the finest. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I complete. I I didn't even know who this chick was. So like, but because of that, like. I was like, dude, like, again, during the whole middle school thing, like, just, like, talking to different girls, like, these girls were, like, known, like, me as a new guy because I was completely new, and I guess, I don't know, like, where you come from makes, means something because they're just like, like, oh, damn, he's from East LA, like, I don't know, they thought it was some kind of trouble because that wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the funniest thing in our rancho, the first people I ever hung out with because there's this guy that was kind of, like, not really my cousin, but he was like a family friend. There's this family that was really close to my family growing up. And this is like the cousin of a cousin of a cousin. Anyways, mm. it's confusing, but anyways, so I was hanging around him like my first day because I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So the first group of people that I hung around with for like the first week or so, I hung around the Cholos. <laughs> <laughs> and they said at that time if you're not familiar with the Al Rancho so you have the quad in the middle and then you have where like this like wall where they have the emblem yeah and at the time I guess the school logo right? the school logo that's where that's where they were hanging out um, so they were Cholo pride and school pride I guess so because <laughs> that's where we're kicking it um, but yeah I was hanging around with them for a while um, next, you know, I just like ended up just hanging out with different girls and walking around the quad or whatever. I guess that that means something back then. But <laughs> what's gonna <it> mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, but. Do you ever think back to like those times and you're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Like thinking back to it now, did I wish I wasn't. I wish I focused on my schooling better, and I probably wish I invested a little bit more time and effort into sports. Yeah, um, I feel that. Because rather than like meeting girls and trying to like, I guess you want to say be like play the game or whatever, I wasn't actually focused on like athletics. Hold on, let's let's stop right there. I want to ask you, what was your? Do you remember your mindset when you were? Uh, <clears throat> trying to be a trying to be a Mac with all these girls like what was it was it just like the the thrill of the chase that you could talk to them and see what you can do or what was going through your mind at that time do you remember um, I guess at the time uh, it would be cliche but I you know I used to watch a lot of uh the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So at that time, like, I was trying to get, like, an image of, like, 
like this, I guess, ladies, man, like, you know, the guys are like, hey, bro, like, you, like, you could pull. And I thought that was cool. So, like, in my head, bro, honestly, I was just trying to, like, get this reputation or get this image. But <laughs> I ended up realizing it was the wrong image. Because mm. my freshman year, I made the team for basketball, team? basketball, the basketball team. Um, but I was trash. I was like third string. <laughs> I didn't get any playing time, bro. Third string at a rancho? A third oh, string at a rancho, that. bro. Like, I was just bad. Um, again, I could have probably got better yeah. if I would have focused on my... Tried. Like, like, actually tried, dude. But I didn't. I was just like there to mess around or whatever. Um, let's just say I was the type of kid, bro. I, You know, like your last time you were mentioning that like your friend was sitting on the teacher... I was having a browsing. I was even hitting on the teacher. So, some context. Uh, one of my friends, our senior year, he asked out one of our teachers to prom in front of everybody, the in front of the class she was doing. <laughs> I she, asked, I asked oh, out gosh. one of the teachers, bro, to prom, and I was only Did a you freshman. Really? I you was were like, a <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, like my prom's only four years away. Like I'll wait, <laughs> you know, like I'll, like if hey, I like that you're a planner though, and you asked early. You didn't wait till last minute. <laughs> No, nah, but she was cool. She ended up being like the dean or something, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. okay. Okay, so. Yeah. I think that's for everybody, though. I, I, um, I wish I could go back and invest a little bit more effort in, into, like, school and sports. I actually had that mentality when I was in freshman year. I used to go to the varsity practices for wrestling at 6 in the morning. And I was like nowhere near varsity, but I wanted to get better. Now I was like running, running at night when I got home on my own after practice, and then somewhere around like junior year, <clears throat> I started dipping because that's when I started like getting attention from girls. And I I was always growing up an ugly dude, so I never really had like, uh, was that like I was always insecure, like till yeah. this day, like I never saw myself. No, right, right, I, I look at that. I so that. I. I couldn't handle it. I think it derailed me pretty fast. Same thing for me. Like, it, dude, it, again, I was actually, that was my next point. Like, it honestly derailed me mentally. Like, bro, like, my insecurities just spiked up. Um, I never thought I was, like, a, this super handsome dude. Like, some guys be feeling themselves. That wasn't me. I, I mean, I had a game, but I'm not. <laughs> Would you say you just had, like, the gift of gab? Like, you could just exactly, because start after conversations that, like, and... Dude, I, I didn't know what I was doing, bro. So, like, most of the time, <laughs> I think that's why, like, it only lasted, like, two weeks because uh, I didn't know what the heck I was doing, bro. At uh, some so, point, you had to talk to him and you could, uh, after no, making no, out? Uh, you, no, <laughs> yeah. You had to have conversations? Uh, yeah, bro. Hey, I think that's what a, is this? Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. I ended up being just... I always thought it was game, but, like, now that I tried on my current girlfriend, she's like, you don't have game. You're just cheesy. And some girls like that, and I don't, yeah, but I was like, damn. Hey, it worked, didn't it? You said, yeah. <laughs> Got you? <laughs> no, but um, my grades plunged. And when I say plunged, I didn't just get, like, you know, like, Ds and stuff. Like, I, my sophomore year, because I was just, like, all I cared about was just being cool or whatever, like, the mm -hmm. TV shows make it seem to be, dude. My grades plunged. Like, uh, let's just say I only passed one class. And it was math class with this guy named Mr. Harrell. That was cool. <laughs> but all the other classes, most of the classes, dude, I was ditching. Okay, well, I don't know who it was, but I think the record that I heard, somebody had a .5 GPA. Dude, that was me, bro. That was, was it my, you? Oh. That, was, that was my record, bro. I literally, I literally <laughs> my summary, I had a 0.5 GPA. Oh, my goodness, dude. I don't even understand, like... For context, for people who don't know, it's like you go to our rancho, you go to the class, and you sign your name on the paper, you get a C. So I don't understand how <laughs> I don't understand how you get a point five. Well, it, it changed because I, I mean, it works for PE, bro. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but um, so let me let me clear that up. So my freshman year, I got a two point five, uh -huh. which wasn't bad. Okay. But then, like. So my sophomore year, like, the GPA for my sophomore year was a 0 0.5. So at that time, like, I don't know, by average, I guess my GPA dropped to, like, 1.0 or something. Uh, again, if I'm doing the math wrong, I 
I don't care because but um, again, even though I passed geometry, that was the only class I passed. But but either way, do you know Alvarado? Uh, the the P old the old P coach. I think I won't. Alvi? Yeah, 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 Alvi. Yeah. I know Alvi. So I would ditch all my classes to go to his P class because he Why was like would you go to PE class? because okay, okay. So let me explain. Most how, people. Most people go, you know, like skip class, go to movies, you know, go eat. You go to a, a different PE class that you're not enrolled in. Okay, okay. I let, don't understand. Let me, I'll, I'll, let me put a pinpoint on that, and I'll come back all to right, that. But, right. but uh, let's, let me explain how bad I was. Um, often, I would, again, I, would, I was a sweet talker, so I would go to the deans or whatever and, like, flirt with the receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> So at the time, I forgot what, but I was in the office, and the dean, like, left those tardy slips on the table. Um, if, do you remember the tardy slips? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah where you, you write could, them out, and you then... You could excuse yourself by being tardy, like, oh, like, the office excuses for being tardy. I stole a pack of those. And so I would go to class. I would go to Alvi's class and then, like, show up to my next class with, like, that slip. Uh, I never got caught, which is like funny. I I always thought like like hey bro, once you're doing something bad, bro, you always get caught. But I never got caught. Uh huh. But look, look I just yeah. kind of stopped because I ran out and I wasn't gonna do it again. <laughs> but I ended up I ended up uh, writing, I ended up writing it out for my like my friends in the finding eye used to have those, uh -huh. and my friends and they're like hey really let me have a slip, so I had to write it. <laughs> I used to be writing it out for my friends. But uh, anyways, so Down a little bit. okay. Like going back to why I go to PE, uh -huh. because PE, um, that's where all the okay, okay. This is sound bad, but that's where all like the nobodies. Well, at the time, like that's where like all the freshmen had PE. I was a sophomore right, at the time, so I would like go to scope out like the freshman chicks. Wow, what a creep. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just, like, be his helper or whatever, and I'll be like, hey, Alvi, my teacher sent me here because he told me it's cool to help you out. He's like, You're over there being a prospect. And then he was, <laughs> I'm not lying. I, to, I, to, I told that to Alvi. The, the only thing he said was, like, okay. Uh, and, like, and, like, dude, I would just be helping him out, like, hand out, like, the equipment to, like, the, the girls and stuff. Put your hand down a little bit right there. Uh-huh. And, then, you know, I would just hand them out to, like, the girls and stuff. And, like, but, yeah, but. Just, that's pretty why that's that's why I went to pee, bro. Like everybody else, you know, you're right. Pe <laughs> most people would ditch, hop the fence, go to Jack in the Box. Other people would ditch, go to the restroom and smoke weed. Nope, I wanted I want to spit game, bro. So I went to pee. I went to the PE class. I, my mentality was like, look, if I go spit game to the cheerleaders or the girls in volleyball, mm -hmm. they're already full of themselves, I guess, because they thought they're all that. So I went to where the girls don't think they're all that. And P. Oh, uh, I see why you, why you said nobodies. Yeah. Okay. Because they had no, no like, all right. Yeah, they had no, like, uh, like, oh, like, yeah, like. I'm a cheerleader. I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a volleyball player. I'm a softball player. Like, I went to the nobodies where they're not even You went to the low-hanging fruit, my guy? Look at you. <laughs> okay, you really don't have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bro, I'm, That's tell hilarious. I'm telling you, bro, like, I, there's times, bro, like, I was on a, uh, when I say dry spell, like, I just, I guess the part of spitting game, I don't know, was, like, again, like, a throw chase for me, because I was even spitting game like tortas, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, bro. <laughs> have, you seen, hold on. have you seen that Foos Gone Wild page? They made a shirt. <laughs> yeah, I love Anyways, oh my god. Uh, yeah, but um, I hit a dry spell, <laughs> so I had to go get a practice run. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, I don't know, bro. I do regret it. Again, it messed up my mental health, like my security. It's <laughs> just like, okay, okay, because I started getting insecure. So when I would feel insecure, mm. that's when I'll go spit game. Mm. Um, it got to a point where like. I guess I was trying to like find a little bit something a little bit more serious where like I was just like, you know, I see my friends all the 
my friend was dating this girl so like freshman year and this already junior year and like uh-huh. they were like still together or whatever like i wanted that instead of just hopping around but i recreated a reputation and girls that i didn't even think they know each other like they're like two different like uh, was it social classes they're like oh no i heard you're a player i was like bro what like how do you hear like bro yeah. you're you don't even talk, bro. Like what? <laughs> <clears throat> your, yeah. reputa- your reputation preceded you. Yeah, so it just kind of really jacked me up. So, but let me, so let me go back to like, so when I'd feel insecure, I want to spit game, or I, you know, just use it to try to like get at girls and, mm-hmm. um, you know, try to push forward because I was really, I already kind of like got into that. Um, Tear it down a little bit, right there. So. It like messed me up, like mentally, bro. Cause I guess I was still getting girls, even though I was a player. But the only reason, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn or whatever, but the only reason is cause the girls knew like I was like, like I guess let's just say I was a good kisser, I guess. All right, now, we're going to take your word on that because, you know, I'm not trying to find out firsthand experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I I mean, there's more to it, but I'm just going to say that for the sake of... But, yeah, I was just, let's just, um, they, like, so the girls were basically using me, I guess, just to... So you were the practice? uh, The practice, because every time I I would, like, I guess you could say get attached, they'd be like, ah, nah, like, bro, like, I thought this was just a fling. And I, uh, so you're just breaking hearts left and right, my guy. So, yeah, but all bad. That led up, honestly, that had like a lot to do with like how it was when I was older. So, I'm telling you, like, if I was, if I just relaxed, probably focus on sports and like build my own self esteem with sports or whatever, Mm. you know, I think things would have been differently on how I acted later on in the future. I think a lot of people don't, uh, consider that like I didn't right when you're younger it's like like I said I, I never thought I was like cute or handsome like I still don't so when I got like that attention from the girls not like it was a lot I wasn't a player at all but it definitely it's like it's like a drug it's like a dopamine like oh I could I could get this girl you know like if exactly I that's I, I guess that's how the close thing I could explain like it just feels like a drug because it just feel it kind of it's addicting at the point like and then when you already have the girl, and the girl could be pretty, bro, but you get bored because yeah. you're just like because you're okay. chasing that high, so to say, like so to speak. And like right? now what? Like you made out with her, like it was whatever's, and I mean, bro, like you're what? Fourteen. <laughs> it was whatever's. You're fourteen at the time, bro. <laughs> some, so, so some girls don't know how to kiss, bro. At that time, like, we're fourteen, bro. What we be doing? But well, yeah, uh, most of them were in. Making said, out for sport, so. Uh, that's just going to think about it, bro. Like, <laughs> let's just say, bro, I made out with some girl that they called Gina La Cochina. And she had like a. <laughs> wait, wait, say it again. Say she it. had like a. Her name say was it with your chest, dog. What was she Gina called? La Cochina. Because <laughs> uh, she had a tongue piercing, bro. So I was just like. Uh, that was, it drove you bananas or what? That, that was a, that was a, That was the most exotic I ever went, bro. No. Then I ended up finding out she was in color guard, bro. So I was just like, oh, nah. Those color guards are a different breed. Let me just bro, say that. Yeah, bro. But honestly, bro, if you hung out by the sea building, bro, I did not want to be like. Bro, I'm trying to <laughs> again. I'm trying to build my social. Your social status. My social status, bro. Hanging out the sea building, bro, would have killed it, bro. I hung out that basketball tree, bro. Why am I gonna go to the sea building, bro? <laughs> I had, I, I, I you went say, from like two extremes of feeling yourself. You went from like oh, I'm a good kisser to I uh, hang out with the basketball tree. Then you're like I'm gonna go hang out with the nobodies. So, <laughs> I don't understand. No, no, no. I didn't say I was gonna hang out with the nobody. I was just gonna spit game out the nobodies. Oh, uh, okay, I got you. I got you. Anyways, that's better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I got. It. I don't know. No, but I by like with with the uh, with guys in general like i never had beef or anybody like I, I was cool with everybody like the cholos like i was cool with them uh-huh. um to the delinquents i was cool with them like i was just cool like when i go to pee like everybody knew me and like again i was just i was with the guys i was i never had beef with anybody i there's one time this person wants to beat me up but the thing is 
technically he was a guy, but then he was transitioning to a girl. So let's just say I wanted to I wanted to get beat up by this he she. <laughs> All because oh she God. that he she asked for my Instagram or told me to follow them and I was like, uh never. But I was just like, nope. You weren't and about it. You I weren't as progressive I, as you are today? Nah bro, I look I'm all about fair game, bro. Like I don't know I don't even know what that person was at the time, so it's just like yeah. That's funny dude. But yeah, but he got mad and it's got to a point because I, I spit <laughs> game at her his I was gonna say, did you spit game at her? No, I I, I spit <laughs> game at like her his, his friend, uh, and he got all pissed, and he, I remember he tried fighting me. You broke his heart too? Add it to the <laughs> list. He said, get in line. <laughs> bro, like, you were trying to say people are not safe, bro. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. No, but yeah, but uh, that's who I was, bro. When, when would you say that all started changing? When you started seeing the folly of your ways, what it brings? When I that? actually tried being Christian and I got my heart broken for the first time. Like, hey. I actually, like, like got my heart broken. Some um, poetic justice for you, huh? So, um, at the time, well, this all actually kind of had something. I, my first heartbreak was actually the girl I met at camp at church when I got kicked out. Oh, really? That It was actually that girl. So, at the time I was 16, I was trying to be a Christian, too. Like, I was... I'm. Like not even like for the show. Like I was, you're right, trying to get closer it. to God. So like I even joined like the Don for Christ. What is that? The at my at my school, every school has like their own Christian club. Well, ours was called Don's for Christ. Mm. Um, and I would, I guess I would share my testimony, which like you know about my life growing up in East LA, how it made me like a Christian and stuff. So. Uh -huh. It got to the point where, like, people liked hearing, like, my testimony, so the classes will be full, just, like, I'm not lying, like, I, the classes will be full just hearing, like, me talk about how God changed my life and, like, you know, and all that stuff, but, um, uh, so at the time, I guess, my, I would say my Christian ego went up, because I'm just, like. So I'm now like, it's going from. It's going from, like. The world being a player, to, now it's like you're getting puffed up from like <laughs> speaking about God, my testimony at God and all that stuff, bro. Uh, um, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. No, nah, bro. bro. I'm laughing myself, bro. It's just it's it's silly, bro. It's just it's like, silly. like it really is silly, it, it, but it, it's a real thing, you know, because uh, you can get puffed up in the most stupidest things. Like most people think it's like, oh yeah. You get puffed up because you're a good athlete, because you're intellectual, but it could be really dumb things that you get puffed up about too. Like you could find pride in just about anything. So that's why I'm laughing. It's like no, bro. I mean, yeah, bro. So I got my heart broken for the first time. This uh, this relationship was all bad, bro. I mean, um, I wasn't used to. This girl being all friendly with like other guys, especially like in front of me. Nah, but a, that was my no fault no. for dating a girl that went to sure. <laughs> 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 that was that was my no no, bro. That was your dumb. And she was a softball girl. Oh, oh uh, all bad, dude. Uh, yeah. You're you're set up to lose my guy. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was like my first relationship. Um. Like my first serious relationship, I guess you could say, and I got my heart broken. Were you actually cared? Yeah. You wanted, okay. Is that what you mean by serious? Because it, I guess it was just now think about it. I think it was just a circumstance I like because that at the time, the mom of that girl actually went to like worked in the same company as my dad and my mom. Mm. So in a way, like they kind of knew you each other. So at that time, that's kind of where I went on my first date. Where, like, I told my mom, like, hey, I'm going out with so-and-so. And, like... Can you drop me off? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they actually picked me up. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, right, that's better than one of my stories. But go ahead. But, yeah. <laughs> it was going to be like a karate kid where, like, the mom was <laughs> dropping me off again. <laughs> oh, oh man. But, that's yeah, hilarious. but... Um, but, yeah, that was, my, that was my first heartbreak. But, again... 
I wasn't because I still had insecurities and I was just trying to find voice and talking to all these girls. So when I, my, my insecurities are actually acting up uh-huh. and this girl was kind of being like cold with me, like, you know, like, bro, I'm not going to give you attention, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it like ate me up and like it from there, it destroyed me because I don't know if you remember by the time period of like, when I would go to you, like, I actually became depressed. Like, and so a little bit about my testimony, um, because of that, me trying to find the void and me trying to find the, you know, we're going to get serious. Like, mm-hmm. me trying to find this void and trying to, like, find it in sex, find it in girls, find it in uh, drinking. Because uh, I didn't do drugs, not until way in, later into college, but um, finding and drinking, like, I... It destroyed. I destroyed me mentally, and like I became depressed to the point. You know what? Thinking back, I was depressed, and I'm not saying I'm not like shouting on anybody, but like I would hurt myself. Mm. But I didn't know if that was like like thinking back to it now. Like I didn't know if I was doing that for attention. What do you mean hurt yourself? Like, what was like I would like you know get a blade and like. You were like, cut, cutter? Yeah, yeah I, was, I was cutting. Um, again, I didn't know about, like, thinking back to it now, like, like evaluating myself, I don't know if I was doing that for attention because, like, you could be depressed and you, like, why did I, not saying justifying it, but, like, why didn't I just go out smoking with my friends? Why didn't I, like, why did I have to find, like, why did I have to use that as my depression outlet, mm-hmm. I guess? So, my you know, like, I entered myself into that deep, deep depression. And there was, honestly, if I had to say the two people that actually guided me and molded me into getting out of that rut, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and actually seek help. Ironically, dude, like, as much as this guy is a knucklehead, he actually helped me, and it was Jeremy. And, like, again, bro, like, dude, if you don't know who Jeremy is, you know, speaking to whoever's listening, Jeremy, dude, like, this guy's a clown. Like, this guy, like... Shout out Jeranch the dad. He, This guy, I, you know, especially at this time period, dude, like, this guy was, like, it was always a joke with this guy. Like, the, you know, he was, the, like, the life of the party, all that stuff. But that was the first time I ever saw him serious. And, you know, he actually spoke to me and, like, guided me. And also, it was Ryan. Uh, Ryan, at the time, he had just met Hannah, his current wife. Or his, his wife. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> sorry, sorry. spreading rumors, bro. <laughs> his wife. Uh. <clears throat> um, and I remember we sat in front of Yogurtland right here in Pico. Yogurtland. Shout out Yogurtland. But he... Like, these two people, man, like, uh, yeah, yeah. at that time, like, especially, like, you, like, you, everybody was my leader and everybody helped me, but, like, the two people were, like, where Jeremy basically said, like, dude, like, stop being an idiot. Like, straight words, just how he said it. Stop being an idiot, bro, like, but they, I, they picked me up, they, we went out, it was really playing basketball, went out to eat, whatever. Because at the time, right, used to take me to Polly's Pies. <laughs> where he worked because he got a discount um, I guess so <laughs> um, but yeah but I again that affected me even late, way later like I didn't actually get into another serious relationship until college um, and going into that like dude I especially now after high school dude now I'm gaining weight so now my insecurities are skyrocketing to the max. Mm. And um, I go into a lot of these relationships, like, dude, honestly, I guess because my insecurities were so high, I, I don't know, I, I got cheated on pretty much all of them. Um, and like now, like my now my insecurities are like <laughs> maxing out, dude. <laughs> so I'm not laughing at the cheating. Uh, I, I, I've been there, so I know what you're just talking about. So like now, like you can laugh which, about it now, bro. No, I do laugh about it now because now when I thought like I was really insecure and 
initially. <laughs> just adding now, more fuel to dude, the Dude, now it's like, if there's a bar level and I guess it's maxed out, I was already exceeding that. Like, it was like <laughs> the thermometer where it was like, it's about to explode. Like, Especially like, now, like, you're trying to live right in, like, how God calls you and then... You get cheated on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean, bro. No, it's funny, bro, because you're just like, you're trying to be like a good Christian, and you're like, it's like, Look hey, God, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then, bam. He's like, bam, you reap what you sow. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, going, think about it to now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like, whatever goes around comes around, meaning, like, I spent so long trying to speak game, I guess you could say breaking hearts, to now do my hearts being broken left and right. Yeah. And, um, this time period also affected my relationship with my dad and things were kind of already getting, um, <clears throat> well, in, around like high school, again, this was, it was already bad because, because I was, trying to speak game with these girls uh-huh. and, you know, trying to lead up to something else, I would bring them over to my house and I'll sneak them over. Really? Yeah, and the one time I got caught, like, like I was like, dude, um, you know, having the, the sex talk with your dad because he found out that you're sexually active, it's kind of embarrassing, bro. Like, I just... I, I just let me ask you, how old were you at this point when you had this talk, when he's telling you about the birds and the bees? 14. 14? Yeah. Oh, dang, that was pretty early then. Yeah, I was Sheesh. early, dude. I thought you were... No, dude. It made it seem like it was like no, 19, 20. Dude, no, it was early, bro. Uh, again, the, so, but I'm saying that that all had something to do with this where... I got you, I got Where you. my dad felt disrespected because I just I was bringing girls over. Like, now thinking about it, bro, like, that's super disrespectful. Like, yeah, I shouldn't, I, yeah. shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. Like, now... Especially, like, since your dad, like, you know, like, it's just, like, dude, you have to respect the house. Like, especially, like, my, I have a mom. Like, it's just, it's disrespectful. I, again, like, I, yeah. I do regret it. it uh, again, kid. you don't think about those things when you're younger. You're no. just trying to. Because I'm just trying to, you know, you know but. Yeah. Um, you're just trying to hit holes like a running so back without even thinking I about it. jeopardized my relationship with my dad. Like, to the point where, like, things were kind of getting heated, like, the, they, the way they used to. Would you say uh-huh. jeopardize, or <clears throat> do you think now it's like a, a boiling point? Because I'm sure you were being an idiot Another back way, then, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, like now no, was adding, a boiling point. adding no. this to it. Yeah, like I was just like, we're to the point where he was just like, I'm spiraling. And um, it was just like, uh, I... That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like things would have been a lot differently if a lot of... I know we're not supposed to live with the what is, but, like, if I were to actually just focus on sports, focus on, like, school, my walk would have probably been different because my I wouldn't have been... I mean, I probably still would have been, like, trying to, like... You know, at the time, like, our hormones are going crazy. Like, I still... But, like, it wouldn't be... I wouldn't be as girl-obsessive. Like, I... Like, just trying to spit game everywhere. But... I don't know, man. I think uh, as cliche as it sounds, all these things happen for a reason, you know? No, like, it I, makes I you the man, <clears throat> woman, who you are today. I agree. I think, uh, I know for sure I wouldn't be where I am right now if I didn't do the, the good and bad things that I did, you know, back then. I do definitely agree that I, I wish that I would have not did some of the stupid things and experienced some of the pain that it brought, you know, because of that. The choices of my actions but you know that would have came is is dangerous and like you said i mean like it's everything had a reason i now could say i'm a little like i'm pretty close to my dad because of everything that me and him went through yeah and now like we could have a conversation about anything and it's just a casual conversation not where like i don't feel as embarrassed or nervous to talk to him it's just like you know like dude i'm a grown man he's a grown man too like we're just two grown men having a conversation at that point you know obviously it's not my dad i'm not gonna be like just saying but, yeah, <laughs> but, but you can have but, but, your, I, could, but yeah. I could have that because of that um now but, coming into this relationship i mean don't get me wrong i had my errors but i wouldn't have actually conquered a lot of the insecurities 
that I had because of everything I went through. Yeah. And so, like you said, like I'm who I am now, and I'm proud to say, like you know, like I'm pretty. So if all right, let's let's play this hypo hypothetical situation, and then we'll end on that, and we might do a part two because I want to hear the rest of the story. If you could go back and change something that was pivotal in your mind that would put you on a different path, what would that be? Honestly, I think it was my academics. Academics? I, I could have I said sports, and I mean, yeah, that has partial play, but I think it was my academics because I just feel like a lot of these people always thought of me as a dumb one. Mm. So I wish if I would have educated myself and, and like, became a little bit more intelligent, a lot of these insecurities, like, dude, <laughs> let's just say I would know what the heck I'm talking about because mm. I don't. But, I mean, it's not too late to, like, actually crack open a book and just, you know, improve, but it's just I wish I would have done it earlier yeah. when I was a little bit more, less, more younger and stuff. But I think it was just academics where I wish I did a lot better. But there's more to it, though, so stay tuned, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, brother. Thank you, brother.